Welcome to Illum Radio, a different kind of oldies program that celebrates the tremendous talent of the thousands of people who provided news and entertainment to listeners through the only form of immediate mass media available in their homes during the American Golden Age of Radio, roughly from 1930 through the 1940s. This podcast originates from the seacoast of New Hampshire, and I am your host, John Lovering, thanking you for listening. Now let's turn back the clock and introduce the rebroadcast of this track's featured program. The Jack Benny Program, starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Rochester, Dennis Day, Bob Crosby, and yours truly, Don Wilson. As you know, ladies and gentlemen, Hollywood is the glamour capital of the world. And since Saturday night is the time your favorite stars get together for those gay parties you read about, let's go back to last night and see what's going on in Jack Benny's Beverly Hills Mansion. Everyone sure seems to be having a good time, boys. Well, certainly they're having a good time. When you give your guests good food, a big orchestra, and the champagne flows like water, how can you miss? Yeah. Well, close the window, Rochester. We can't watch Ronald Coleman's party all night. (laughs) Big show off. Close the window. Good. Now help me off this box. (laughs) Yes, sir. You know, Rochester, I just can't understand it. What, boss? Well, the Coleman's and I are next-door neighbors. And when Ronnie first moved in, I used to go to all his parties. But the last few years, he's had a dozen big affairs, and I haven't received an invitation to a single one of them. What do you suppose it could be? Maybe he lost your address. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, come on, let's finish our game of gin rummy. Okay, it was your turn to throw a card. Yeah. Let's see now. First, you discarded the ten of clubs. Then the three of spades, the six of hearts, the jack of diamonds, the eight of hearts, the five of spades. (laughs) What's so funny? It sure helps when you've got them written down. (laughs) Look, you play your way and I'll play mine. I hate to break up my hand, but this is the only safe card I can give you. Here you are, the king of spades. Jim! You lucky. Deal him up again. Rochester, are you sure I didn't get an invitation to Coleman's party? Positive. They must have sent me an invitation and got lost in the mail. Excuse me a minute. What are you doing, boss? I'm going to call the post office. I'm going to give them a piece of my mind. While you're about it, boss, tell them they didn't deliver the gas bill this month either. your play, Rochester. Gee, I got a pretty good hand this time. You'll need it. Why? I got gin. (laughs) Again? That's the most unusual. I'll get it. Hello? Oh, hello. Is this Mr. Benny? Yes. Well, this is Sherwood, Mr. Coleman's butler. 
Oh, Sherwood. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, Mr. Coleman was a trifle embarrassed to even broach the subject of this late hour, but we're having a party here. I know, I know. 183 guests. Oh, I say, you've been on that box again. (laughs) I'm such a devil, aren't I? Uh, well, at any rate, Mr. Coleman thought you might like to slip into your tuxedo and come over. Would I? I certainly, I, I, I certainly would, Sherrod. I'll, I'll be glad to come over. Uh, good. And remember, you serve from the left and remove from the right. <laughs> now, look, Sherwood, I'm not waiting on tables for Ronald Coleman or anyone else. So, goodbye. Of all the nerve. They can keep their party. I'm just as happy here at home with you, Rochester. But, boss, I'm going out tonight. Going out? Gee, I thought you were going to stay with me. I'd like to, but I made plans to take the night off. But, Rochester, you were off last week. Oh, boss, you're not counting Tuesday night, are you? Why not? That's when I had my appendix taken out. (laughs) What's the difference? You didn't get home till three in the morning. night he wants for that. <laughs> well, if he wants a night off, you better get started then. Okay, I'm going upstairs and put a tie on. Everybody wants time off. See, what'll I do with myself all night? There's only someone I could play cards with. I wonder if Remley's home. <laughs> eh, he cheats. <laughs> Gee, this is going to be a boring evening. I don't know what... Hello? Oh, hello, Mr. Benny. This is Dennis. Oh, Dennis. Uh, what do you want, kid? Nothing. Are you going to be home tonight? Yes. Why? Well, I thought I might come over and visit you. Oh, wonderful, Dennis. Come on over. Okay. Don't go away. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm ready to go, boss, but if you really mind staying alone... It's all right, Rochester. Dennis just called. He's coming over to keep me company. Well, that's nice of him. It sure is. I say, I wonder what I can serve him. Well, there's sandwich bread and some cold cuts in the refrigerator. Yeah, and Dennis has such a sweet tooth. Have we plenty of candy? Oh, yeah, we've got caramels, Tootsie Rolls, licorice, and some O. Henry bars. Oh, good. Shall I put them in the machine? I can do it. <laughs> you run along. Okay. Good night, boss. So long, Rochester. Gee, it's nice of Dennis to want to spend the evening with me. He'll sit around. He'll talk to me. Discuss his problems. Drive me nuts. <laughs> anyway, I'll be alone, so it'll be nice. Hmm. Now, who can that be? Oh, hello, Mr. Benny. Dennis. How'd you get here so fast? I was next door at the Coleman's party. <laughs> what? I would have got here sooner, but I walked. Now, look, Dennis, I'm in no mood for any... Shh, sil- not so loud. If they find out I'm with you, they might let, not let me back in. <laughs> you might not have got that line out, either. <laughs> look, Dennis, why don't you go back to your party? Well, don't you even want to hear my song for tomorrow's show? No, I don't. But it'll cheer you up. All right, all right. Go ahead and cheer me up. I've changed my mind. Dennis, sing that song! (laughs) Okay, what a sore head.
an Irishman, an Irishman will steal your heart away. He'll be WN, beguile you with his hullabaloo belay. When that rogue turns on the brogue, your heart will go astray. Oh, an Irishman, an Irishman will steal your heart away. An Englishman has manners, an Englishman has charm. They say it's truly difficult to raffle his aplomb. He'll hold you and he'll kiss you, but wherever he may be. At four o'clock, he'll have to stop to sip a cup of tea. But an Irishman, an Irishman will steal your heart away. He'll be devil you and beguile you with his hullabaloo belay. When that rogue turns on the brogue, your heart will go astray. Oh, an Irishman, an Irishman will steal your heart away. Italian men are fiery. Italian men are warm. And when they love, they love with all the fury of a storm. But you can turn the flame to ice and make them run for life. For all you got to do is eat a spaghetti with a knife. <laughs> an Irishman, an Irishman will steal your heart away. He'll be devil you and beguile you with his hullabaloo belay. When that rogue turns on the brogue, your heart will go astray. Oh, an Irishman, an Irishman will steal your heart away. A Frenchman is romantic. The French have savoir-faire. When he makes love to you, it's always très, très debonair. <laughs> He'll say to you, Toujours l'amour, my life on you depends. But next day he'll be making love to two of your best friends. But an Irishman, an Irishman will steal your heart away. He'll be devil you and beguile you with his hullabaloo belay. When that rogue turns on the brogue, your heart will go astray. Oh, an Irishman, an Irishman will steal your heart away. The German man is steady. The German man is smart. For he'll come around and around again to win the Fraulein's heart. <laughs> but you can lose him easily and make him hide his face. When he comes around to see you, tell him, This is not the blade! <laughs> an Irishman, an Irishman will steal your heart away. He'll be devil you and beguile you with his hullabaloo belay. When that rogue turns on the brogue, your heart will go astray. Oh, an Irishman, an Irishman will steal your heart away. Now that you've let me hear your song, go back to the Coleman's party before you drive me crazy, will you? And you can tell him for me that... Come in! Hi, Jack. Why, Donzy, come on in. What are you doing here, Don? Well, Jack, you know the little woman's out of town, so I just thought I'd drop by and see if you'd like to take in a movie with me. A movie? Gee, I'm glad you thought of it. That's a wonderful idea. I didn't have anything to do tonight. I've been to a movie in months. Maybe Dennis will go with us. Dennis? Where is he? He's standing under your stomach. <laughs> Dennis, please don't laugh, Don. I'm too young to die. <laughs> hey, Dennis, you want to go to the movie with us? Sure, what's playing? 
Well, I was going to the Palisades Drive-In. They're showing that new English film there, Murder in Piccadilly. Oh, let's go there. And they've also got a surprise second feature. I hear they've had some great ones lately. Hey, I like that two feature. Gee, that sounds pretty good. I've never been to a drive-in. Now, come on, fellas. My car's in the driveway. Hey, I think we're getting near the drive-in theater. There's a cowboy picture at the Strand. Dennis, you'll go where we go. You're only alone. Oh, Jack, Jack, stop. The light's changing. Okay. Say, look who's in the car next to us. Where? Why, it's the sportsman. Hi, fellas. Hmm. Hope you have a nice time, fellas. A nice time? Where are they going, Don? Well, don't you know, Jack? They're going away for the weekend. Oh. Hey, where are you going, boys? We're going to Gilly Gilly, us and Pepper, Cats and Ellen, Bogan by the sea. Oh, Gilly Gilly Gossip Pepper. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. I've been there many There's times. There's a tiny house. There's a tiny house. By a tiny stream. By a tiny stream. Where a lovely lass. Where a lovely lass. Had a lovely dream. Had a lovely dream. And Gilly her dream Gilly. came true. And her dream came true quite unexpectedly. In Gilly Gilly, and Pepper, Cats and Ellen, Bogan by the sea. Oh, it's a beautiful spot. She Daughter was out there, one day. She was out one day. Where the like tulips grow. Where the tulips grow. When a handsome lad. When a handsome lad. Stopped to say hello. Stopped to say hello. And before she knew. And before she knew. He kissed her tenderly. In Gilly Gilly, and Pepper, Cats and Ellen, Bogan by the sea. The happy pair were married one Sunday afternoon. They left the church and ran away to spend the honeymoon. In Gilly Gilly? In a tiny house. A tiny house. By a tiny stream. By a tiny stream. Where a lovely lass. Where a lovely lass. Hey, Don. Don, there's a crowd gathering around us. And the last I heard. Look at the crowd on the street here. You hear the boys say? Hey, that, that was very good, boys. That was fine. Have a nice trip. See you when you get back. See, I hope we get in at the start of the picture, fellas. Oh, the theater's right in the next block. Yeah, there's a sign. Oh, turn here, Jack. You have to go up this winding driveway to the box office. Yeah, I've never been in a driveway before. Pull up to that man next to the booth, Jack. He'll give us our tickets. Congratulations, you made it. Huh? Ever since you left the street, I've been biting my nails. Now, look, I don't want any cracks about my car. Oh, is that a car? I thought it was a flying saucer that made a bad landing. Never mind. How much for the ticket? $2.40. That's 80 apiece. Here you are, mister. Here's a $5 bill. All righty. Two forty out of five. <laughs> that leaves two sixty. Here you are. Thank you. Come on, Jack. Drive inside. Okay. 
Hey, it sure is crowded here in this drive-in theater. I don't see any empty spaces. Well, why don't you follow that car in front of you? Yeah, he seems to know where he's going. Okay. You're following the wrong car. That other one turned left. He did not. I'm doing the driving. In. Not so fast. That'll be $2.40, please. What are you talking about? We paid you once. Well, don't get so huffy. It was Fatso's money. I don't care whose money it was. Instead of being so sarcastic, why don't you tell a fellow where we can park and see the show? Section H, go there. Jack, I, I think I see a space in the next row. Yeah, better hurry before somebody else gets it. Okay. A tight squeeze. Watch your side down. Here I go. Come on. Come on. Plenty of room over here. Watch it. To the right. To the right. To the right. Come on. Come on. Oh, hold it. Hold it. Hold it, Jack. To the left. To the left. To you the just said the right. To the left. Now make up your mind. Hey, you guys, pipe down, will you? <laughs> To the right, to the right, to the left, to the left. Now, Herman, don't make a scene. Oh, but why do you think they were stalking to Queen Mary? Now, <laughs> well, hold it down, little fellas. Now, how am I on your side, Don? Fine, Jack. A little more, a little more. There, there, that's perfect. Now, let's all settle back and watch the movie. Gee, I don't like the angle from here. Why, right, what's wrong with it? Well, the actor on the screen has a pointed head. You're looking in the mirror. <laughs> I think we're a little too far to the side. Maybe we could get something more to the center. Look, I had enough trouble finding this space. I'm not moving, so forget it. I told you to pipe down. Now you woke the baby up. Oh, for goodness sakes. Quick, Herman, give her the milk. I can't. You made it too hot. Hold her, Herman. I'm holding her. I'm holding her. Hey, listen, you told me to be quiet. Now, how about you practicing what you preach? Look, you woke the baby up. All right, I'm sorry. I didn't intend to, and I apologize. We're all here to see a movie, so let's relax and enjoy ourselves. You want to be friends? Certainly. Okay, stick your hand out the window. All right, there. Ouch! You see, Moidle, I told you the bottle was too hot. <laughs> you got a lot of nerve. You burned my... Quiet! Head. What do you want to do with the other kids? The other kids? Yeah, Billy, Tom, Ann, Susie, Dickie, and Irving are light sleepers. <laughs> wake up, they'll disturb Katie, Alice, Melvin, Julius, and the twins. Now, how many children have you got? Who knows? It's dark in here. <laughs> now, come on, baby. Daddy's got you. Now, go to sleep now. <laughs> we had to come to a drive-in. I want to hear the picture. Don, roll down your window and get the speaker, huh? Okay. Here, I'll just hang it over the window ledge here. Oh, Abigail. Abigail, my darling, these moments with you are like a dream. Yes, Charles. I only live when we're together. Oh, hold me closer. <laughs> How I love you, Abigail. But these secret rendezvous, 
What if your husband catches us? Oh, that's impossible. He's away for the weekend. Don, turn the speaker up a little. <laughs> it isn't on yet. That's the couple in the next car. <laughs> It's on now. Well, Inspector, if I follow your thought, one of the gentlemen in this very room is the fiendish axe killer. Hey, this is exciting. Yeah, Abigail's kissing him again. <laughs> Watch the picture. Yes, Ray Graves, and you'll be astonished when I tell you that the name of the murderer is... Jack, Jack, stop blowing your horn. I'm not blowing it, it's stuck. There must be a short in the wire. Gee, I can't hear who the murderer is. I Jack? I'm hitting it. It won't stop. Call the automobile club. I can't. They blackballed me. Watch out. I'll pull this wire. There. Gee, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I woke the baby up again. I hope he's satisfied. Look, it was an accident. If you don't like being next to me, why don't you move? I should move. I should move. Did you hear that, Moinel? This joint comes in, bothers everybody, and he wants I should move. Of all it. Quick, Moinel, hold the baby. I'm afraid I'll throw her at him. <laughs> Look, Jack, there's no sense staying here. Why don't you take that space over in the next row? Oh, maybe you're right. Then. Some people just won't let you have a good time. Better go in here, Jack, next to this convertible. Oh, yeah, there's a spot. There. Now, maybe we can enjoy the picture. Come closer, Cynthia. Your kisses do something to me. And yours thrill me, too. But, Robert, I worry so. What if your wife catches us? Impossible. Abigail thinks I'm out of town for the weekend. <laughs> Gee, the whole family is here. I wonder if I should tell Abigail. Now, why get involved? Look, look, they're about to start the surprise feature. Oh, good, the second feature. I turn up the speaker, Don. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the Palisades Drive-In takes pleasure in presenting another in our Saturday night series of surprise features. Oh, boy, I hope this is a good one. Warner Brothers presents The Horn Blows at Midnight. me, Rochester. Boss, you're home early. Didn't they have a second feature at the drive-in? Yes, but most of the people left. Well, that doesn't make any difference. They're supposed to show it anyway. I know, but in the middle of the third reel, the projectionist committed suicide. <laughs> Good night, Rochester. I'm going to bed.
many programs written by Sam Perrin, Milt Josephsberg, George Balzer, John Tackerberry, Al Gordon, Al Goldman, and produced and transcribed by Hilliard Marks. Be sure to listen again next week to another Best of Benny. This is Don Wilson saying good night. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio Service. Thank <laughs> you.